Greater than I'm back to recap Jocelyn's Cabaret Las Vegas and once again let me remind all of the Jocelyn Hernandez fans, if you are watching Jocelyn's Cabaret Las Vegas you are in luck because I am recapping each episode this season but if you haven't started watching episode 9 yet, click off because this is the recap and it is full of spoilers. Now that we have gotten that out of the way, let's get to the recap of episode 9. Ready? Let's get started. Episode 9, The More, The Sexier. The episode starts where it left off last week. Jocelyn is confronting Chanel Tso. So apparently Jocelyn got into it with one of the producers and the makeup artist and Amber overheard it. She told Chanel. Well apparently the makeup artist was later being discussed and Chanel called him and told him what was said about him. Did I get it right? If not, correct me in the comments. So Chanel warned the makeup artist that Jocelyn said that he talks too much and Jocelyn is pissed. In her confessional Chanel says all she was doing was telling the artist to mind his business and because of that Jocelyn threw apples at her. She really doesn't feel like she did anything wrong. Jocelyn is also mad at the makeup artist and she tells him that he does need to mind his business. Wait. I'm confused. Isn't that what Chanel told him? Why is Jocelyn so mad? But Jocelyn is mad at Amber as well. Apparently Amber told the makeup artist that they had enough producers on the set one day, and that meant they did not need Jocelyn. When the artist says this to Jocelyn, Amber strongly denies that she said that so she and the artist go back and forth. Amber tells him to stop running his mouth before she has her brother beat him up. Jocelyn tells Amber not to say another word or she is going to snatch Amber's wig off and drag her out. Damn. Jocelyn asks Amber how she can say that production doesn't need her on set when it's her show? Duh. Amber goes to deny she said that but Jocelyn cuts her off and says this is not her time to speak. Jocelyn asks the other girls if they think that Amber actually said that. They all sit quiet except for Lollipop who says she does think that Amber would say something like that. Jocelyn asks her why, and Lollipop says because all Amber does is keep up drama. Jocelyn asks Amber again if she said they don't need her at her own show and Amber denies it. The makeup artist, whose name is Carlo says that Amber is lying and trying to start things in the house, so they argue again. Carlo says that Amber claims Henny is a witness, so Amber touches Jocelyn's arm to get her attention, and asks her to ask Henny what was said. Well why did she do that? In response to being touched on the arm by Amber, Jocelyn goes off. She calls her a BH and shoves Amber hard in the chest. She tells her to back up and not to touch her. She then gets in her face and says don't touch me my N.A. What did she say about using the N-word yet here Jocelyn is directing that word towards her, this is a mess y'all. Jocelyn tells Amber that they are not cool. She then orders her to her room like Amber was Jocelyn's child, ain't no way another grown woman going to order me to my room, and I am going to go like an obedient puppy, but here Amber goes walking off to go to her room. Go. Before she leaves Amber says she is done and she is going home. Jocelyn's response? Bye BH. Amber is better than me, Jocelyn was being a disrespectful bully, but Amber just let it go and left. Jocelyn then tells Carlos that he should not be talking to the girls because things like what just happened will occur and Lexi Blow backs her up, because despite Chanel being chosen last season, all this season Lexi Blow has been treated like she was the one who should have won. Lollipop calls Amber messy. Jocelyn dismisses the makeup artists and continues to berate Chanel for making the phone call to him. And when Chanel tries to explain, Jocelyn tells her to shut up and once again calls her the B-word. 
In her confessional, Chanel says she realizes she is not what Jocelyn is looking for and she doesn't think Jocelyn likes her. Well what was the clue Chanel? The way she always finds way to disrespect the mess out of you? Or was it tonight when she threw apples at your face dear? Sigh. Jocelyn huddles with the girls so that she can decide who on the spot to dance with the other girls at the cabaret performance that night. The camera shows the other girls waiting excitedly, but when it shows Chanel's face I felt so bad for her. Chanel, why do you allow your self-esteem to be trampled all over? I want better for you. I wish you wanted better for yourself, because no opportunity is worth the abuse that you are putting up with. Y'all, I like Jocelyn but that doesn't mean I'm going to just agree with all of the things she does, and the way she treats Chanel is foul and I don't understand why. What did I miss? What has Chanel done? Jocelyn says the girls have decided to do two ladies instead of one because Amber has gotten kicked out of the cabaret. Jocelyn announced Kay Capri won one of the slots, and Lexi Blow announces Raven won the other. This is when we find out that it is also Raven's birthday. Well happy birthday, Raven and you won a spot dancing with the cabaret. Jocelyn cues of the music and Raven performs a dance for everybody in celebration of her birthday. I Do it like it's your B-day baby. Lol. They all applaud for her. Jocelyn reminds the ladies that lost, that they have one last shot to dance with the cabaret for the final performance, but not tonight. Switch. It's now Kay Capri, Raven, Lexi Blow, Jordan, Riri, and Lollipop are leaving the house to get in the van and go to the second performance at the club. They are riding in the van and Lexi Blow gives the girls the instructions from Jocelyn on how the night will go. She also lets them know not to pick up the money that is thrown, it will be collected and they will split it. Raven brings up Amber and says it was karma that she lost her spot because she was not humble. They all agree if Chanel hadn't pissed off Jocelyn she would have earned a spot to dance. Well I doubt it because this whole time Chanel has been treated like a bald-headed stepchild, Jocelyn was just looking for a reason to exclude her if you ask me. I bet Chanel wishes she hadn't given Raven those pointers right? In my opinion she did better than Raven too. Next. It's before the photo shoot and Riri, Kay Capri and Raven are outside smoking. Riri tells that the line to get into the club is longer than it was the previous performance. Once again Amber is the topic of conversation, surprisingly Kay Capri joins in talking mess about Amber proving she really didn't come to the cabaret to make friends. Kay Capri basically calls Chanel weak for wanting to have some integrity about how she conducts herself. Why? Because as you can see for Kay Capri and some of the other girls, anything goes, and I just wish she would shut up. We find out that Riri gave Kay, Capri some pointers to help her win the spot. We don't care, move on. Kay Capri asks Raven if she was going to let her eat her P.Y. for her birthday. Where the heck did that come from? She basically wants to know if Raven was still mad at her for being a UN loyal flip-flopper, but they work it out because Kay Capri flip-flops again, so apparently she is eating Raven's P.Y. that night. We don't care. Yuck. Next. Jocelyn and Ballistic Beats arrive to the club. I love the song that is playing in the background. I know you cabaret fans do too don't you? Well I found it so you don't have to look for it, here it is. Provided to YouTube by Tune. Core. It's the jam right? You all can thank me in the comments if you have been searching for it. It by an artist named Vincent Berry too and it features Ballistic Beats and it's the jam. Jocelyn is happy to see the crowd waiting outside the club is bigger than the other performance night and she is excited. 
She and the other girls take pictures for the cabaret but this time they wore black. They all looked good but I feel like the night they wore red they looked so much better. Do you all agree? Next. So tonight the cabaret outfits are pink instead of the black ones they wore the other performance. I think the outfits are cute. The second cabaret performance. The performance starts like it did before, with the crowd chanting Jocelyn's name. And she did pretty much a repeat of what she did the first performance too. It really was basically the same. There was no choreography, and she and the girls freestyle dance. The girls work the crowd and pour liquor into the mouths of the fans. And this time there is more people than before. And many have their phones out, well it's a good thing too because Jocelyn makes the announcement that what happens in the cabaret stays in the cabaret. And you won't believe what Riri does, she lights her crotch on fire and Kay Capri puts it out with her tongue. I can't. How is this raunchy mess supposed to be classy? Despite her insisting the cabaret is different it really looks like the strip club to me. Jocelyn, the ladies and the crowd seems to be enjoying themselves and that's what really matters, right? When the dancing is over Jocelyn has a cake brought out for Raven's birthday. And she going to have the crowd sing to Raven, ah. See, that was really sweet of Jocelyn. It's times like this, that I remember why I like her. Raven goes to blow out the candles but Lexi blow drops the cake onto the floor. Ung. Jocelyn is pissed. Now they can't even taste the cake. Oh Lexi, you bout to get it. Lol. But no worries Lexi is true to this, not new to this. Do you know how she savages the moment and stays in Jocelyn's good graces? She picks some of the icing off the top of the cake that fell and she smears it onto Raven's bare breasts and she licks it off. The crowd claps. And Jocelyn asks them who is better than the cabaret and the crowd cheers. She thanks them for coming out to support the cabaret and the show is now over. Phew. Next. Jocelyn and the ladies are now in the back of the club discussing the night's performance and how well it went. They are thanking Jocelyn, but for her it is not enough, she apparently thinks they should be kissing her feet. But she tells them that she is proud of them. She shades the previous seasons, and says no other season understood her vision the way this season of girls do. They all remark about how big the turnout was because like they keep saying there was double the people who showed up than the first night. They all agree the highlight of the night was when Riri lit her vagina on fire. This is crazy. Jocelyn says that when the performance was over the crowd was sad that they were leaving. She says tonight was sexier than the other performance. What do you all think? How does the episode end? They all applaud for Jocelyn and then leave the club to go home. So we can't wait for next week, can we? See y'all next episode, mwah. What are your thoughts? Follow this blog at WhenTheseWomenSpeaks.com Facebook at WhenTheseWomenSpeaks Instagram at WhenTheseWomenSpeaks Tumblr at WhenTheseWomenSpeaks Pinterest at WhenTheseWomenSpeaks References Jocelyn's Cabaret Las Vegas, Seuss, TheseusNetwork.com